0: Donkey donkey, then. Let's do it. Another oh, uh, scintillating hour here of the Lori and Julia show on my top 107.1 Everything Entertainment. And uh, we'll give you a chance to win those uh, VIP tickets to the Shop Till You Drag show coming up at Rosedale on Sunday, May
1: 19th. Okay. Donnie, let's do it now. Let's do it. Let's do sure. fifth caller, 651-641-1071. And I'll tell you what you're getting. So it's a pair of VIP tickets. to shop till you drag, produced by Flip Phone Events, Sunday, May 19th at Rosedale Center, 2.30. The show is in the Von Mark Court. And the VIP, this is what you get. You're going to do meet and greets, so photo ops, yeah. with the nationally known drag queens featured on RuPaul, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, Trinity Taylor, Peppermint, Monique Hart, Blair St. Clair, Mercedes Emma Diamond, Bibi Zahara Bonet, Julia Starr, Oh, fantastic. Nocturnal Emission. Nect- <laughs> I love that one. I know. And host Carson Kressley. Carson! So Anyway. That sounds like total fun. Total fun. So, good yes. 651 right. So, I have something to share with you, Julia. Okay, what is it? It is how funny I have found Casey to be about how absolutely nothing, John Snow did nothing uh at the the battle oh, of winterfell he didn't he was just like he did absolutely nothing all he did was send the dothraki out into the dark ride a dragon yell at the dragon build it. he was just like he did nothing i just can't believe it. he's really fallen i was like that has been his obsession about game of thrones this week is is so that's well okay. The so Snow, I ran into. Uh, first, it was people. It was dark, and right. then it was people are yelling at Jon Snow that he did nothing. All I could think of was oh. hooray for the women of Winterfell. Lori, that was there's a way to
2: um no there, that darkness bugged people, but the Jon Snow thing, people can't stop talking about. It. I ran into Liz, Liz, you know my sister in law yeah. last night at the grocery store, and she's like, I can't, you just want more, and I told. Or, how you can go if you have h b o if you have h b o yes, um, they have done individual conversations with, with each the- of the major yeah. stars, and they go back and tell their storyline and how it's affecting this eighth season. They're only fifteen minutes, yeah, but they're really informative. Start with Arya Stark. Um, and they're just kind of a great thing to watch if you need more. And like the woman who called in yesterday when we were talking yeah. about it, she just wanted some to talk to about it. Yeah. And I think that's how I felt when I finished it, because you guys all watched it earlier than I did. And I wasn't done till like eleven fifteen on Sunday so night. No I didn't to have anyone it. to talk yeah. to. So I just went and watched and I can't stop reading things about it. But there are um a lot so of good. people it's still so they even came out with a way that you could rewatch it. And the modes that you put your TV on, yes, so you can see it.
1: Yeah, it's people are obsessed. People are obsessed. I've even heard like uh, just uh, randomly in the neighborhood as people are walking by my house and I'm out of my three season porch, all the college kids for have just been talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> either it, on their phone or so with their friends. Funny and their college. Not surprised. You
2: hey. know who was in it? So Chris Stapleton was in the episode on Sunday Night the country music singer. Here's an extra um,
1: somewhere. He in was the here's
2: where he was. Um so um he said he would fly anywhere if he could get a bit part in the show. Hmm. So Sorry, he could feel- get the long hair and the beard. He does. Stapleton played a fallen wildling turned white walker outside Winterfall as Jon Snow tries to charge the Night King. Do you remember that person? Yes, I do. do. That was Chris Stapleton. He joins, and here's other musicians that have had like bit spots on Game of Thrones Uh over the years. Um, Metal band Mastonian, Icelandic post-rock group Sigur Rós and Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. So there's been other, but if you go back and look, that's Chris Stapleton because that
1: person was very, he was alone. And and keeping him out of the way—that's sure. And and Donny posted the guy. He's the second actor to be the Night King. Yes, he is. And so and he's what, hot. He, what he looks like—he's oh, a hunky here. Slovakian stuntman by yeah. the name of Vladimir Fudik. But mm-hmm. he's the second Night King. I know. Okay. And, and they, but
2: they don't explain what happened to the one that did season four and five. I'm going to tell
1: you what happened to
2: him. Okay? Julia. Okay. He
1: demanded a pay raise right. for a non-speaking part, there and they go. just said, "Hey, we can make up somebody else in true. blue context. So All right. true, He right. over played his and if game. you
0: look at this you will see them applying the makeup yeah which is mm-hmm. pretty cool
2: yeah i read that this morning i'm obsessed too mm-hmm. all right so here's something i just want to go back to the game of thrones if you want to rewatch it um find the best quality stream and you can check the brightness on the setting and if your tv set has a movie cinema cinema or calibrated mode use that mm-hmm. yes
0: I, I keep mine on movie all the time
2: you do? I mm-hmm. never even knew about that. You got to
0: go into your settings. You won't get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to, You got to well, fill it. Casey knows how to do it. But for people, it, yeah. I'm just trying to help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After
2: that, turn up the back black light levels yes. so that you can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this is nothing to you, Donnie, because you already know all this, but I'm just <laughs> trying to help no, other no, people. I, that's
0: fine. It's a good idea.
2: And if none of this works for you, you are supposed to wait till it comes out in Blu-ray and then watch it again.
1: That's going to be uh, a while. Yeah, that is really going to be <laughs> a while. Did you think that was helpful? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I like I said, I mean, I thought it was just such an epic episode. I was not at on I would on watch the, it again. I would definitely watch yep. it again. And I was I would. happy to miss the carnage. Because I, I would agree be, with you, Laurie. I would be looking away at some of that anyway. It's like I don't want to see people on fire and the staff. I mean, I, 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 agree. I it was like, and I can see why. Like, okay, this is when they battled. They battled that night. You know, nobody. You couldn't even how see. could you tell if you were even killing the right people? The Smell. dragon was killing. Right. The Smell the dragon. Smell. Though I know was, <laughs> was killing good people and bad people at the mm-hmm. same time. You know, I was absolutely fine with the. Um, the night watchers don't have a scent. Yeah. Uh, really, but, you know that.
2: Well, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I think that the other people who live in Winterfall all have scents, like sweat and smell well, they all and stink. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: in the heat of the battle with that many people, it doesn't matter. There's just people. Um, but if
2: you have that nose thing,
1: you're orgasming better. That's it. It's got nothing to do with fighting actual, you know, People night at night that you
2: couldn't see. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Obsessed. 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 Uh, let's see. Do you think Felicity Huffman is going to go to the uh, a women's prison for like three or four months? I think so. Do you? I do, you? do. Donnie. She's uh, going I think
2: she'll get something. We're yes.
1: gonna find out May thirteenth,
2: right? Yeah. She's gonna go and she's gonna take, do the do the time because she did the crime mm-hmm. and then be done with it. And it's yeah. gonna be done for her, and then the redemption will start. Yeah. Okay. Because she's already good. done the massive Mia announcement. A very good
1: apology. It was the
2: best. Yeah. She has played this one right to the, a T. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Shannon Bedore. I love her from the Orange County Housewives. Is she been on there forever? Or tell uh, me a little bit about her. I want to say Shannon has been on for five or six years, mm-hmm. you know, pretty reliable, five okay. or six years. And she's the one who's married to a very handsome guy, this David Bedore, real handsome house. And he, the, her first season on the show was she discovers, I think it was her first season, he had an affair that everyone in Orange County knew about but her. But her. She oh, was the last dear. to know. So they put their marriage back together on the reality show, and then the second season she was on, he talked her into doing a marriage renewal. On the show. On the oh. show, just like Vicki Gumbelson, when that happened to her, her and Don. Got, remember? Remember that? Yes. Anyway, Shannon got very messy divorce. He leaves her like... Talk about a mind blow that you're you you forgive your husband, you go to marriage counseling, he talks you into doing. This renewal, this commitment, your daughters are like 12 and 14 at the right. time, talks you into it, and then turns out he's still been chasing on the side, and then like eight months after the renewal, says, eh, no, I didn't really mean it, and he goes off to live with his, you know... Same woman? Tw- no, different, but like a, some 28-year-old, yeah. and you know, you're 54. <gasps> so... Anyway, Shannon was just like, okay, like she's humbled and humiliated. Anyway, they've reached a divorce settlement. Did she? How they do? Very happy for okay. her. She, uh, he had to write her a check for one point four million dollars. Good. Is that enough out there? Well. um that was for the house. She moved out of the house because he said he wouldn't make any payments. She was renting something and she's got her housewife money. Mm-hmm. So I suppose it's for the house. And then he has to pay her $10,000 a month. For the kids? In monthly alimony. Oh, before child's born even. That's right. Good. Good for her. I know. Good for her. Because she's been a stay-at-home mom yeah. and he always was fudgy and cagey about what he did for money on the show. Oh, okay. And I always think... Those guys either are making more money yeah. or they're making less money. It was like Jesus um Barbie. Remember that housewife yes, from Orange yes. County? And her husband always talked about how much money he had, which made me think he had no money. Exactly. And then when exactly. they got divorced, he sued her for housewife money. Oh. So David was always very quiet, but he seemed successful. And to have a mistress of that age, I feel like there's some money that, you know, he might have been paying. Rent and she might have had a place. And anyway, I'm very happy for Shannon Pador. I am too.
2: Lori, I heard something that you might be disturbed about. Oh, no. Well, Kate McKinnon is coming to the end of SNL. Who's going to perform? Who's going to
1: perform? The last song at the Billboard Music Awards. Uh-huh. It's, it's, isn't it Madonna and her $5 million? I think it's Paula Abdul. No! What? No, Julia. Paula I swear Abdul. I read that no! this morning. She's preparing no! a six-minute thing. No. no! I'm going to look it up. having a Twilight Zone dream. I'm looking it up. There's Billboard no. 2019. Okay, Mariah's playing at Billboard. She's coming back to Las Vegas, um, doing just five shows in November. Okay, here, If you're interested, you guys... If okay. You, okay. If you want to see her do all I want for Christmas is you in person, you have five chances. The butterfly returns. Okay. Okay. But okay. she's is report- She's performing at the Billboard. Taylor's opening. I'm right.
2: Okay. Here you go. No. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. okay. Taylor Swift. No. She'll do a new single, me with the Panic at a, the Disco guy, Brendan Urie. Ariana Grande. Okay. Is partnering with T-Mobile for a special Seven Rings performance. Okay. Madonna and Maluma. Right. Um, are going to be there. Right. We know um, that. There are plenty of other options, too, from BTS with Halsey to Ciara, Lauren Daigle, Dan and Shay with Tori Kelly, Halsey Solo, Jonas Brothers, Khalid, Panic at the Disco, Paula Abdul, and Icon Award recipient Mariah Carey. She's not performing.
1: Oh, she's not. But
2: Paula Abdul is supposed to be doing a six-minute finale
1: not the I'm frenetic. almost positive yeah, I'm seeing it it was on it was on axis yeah I saw it today but I, line, I'm right but yesterday it was on axis I'm so right do we believe that they would let Polly why? why because who
2: it? stays up to the end
1: Julia that's <laughs> billboard should try and uphold I mean they have a reputation to uphold I simply refuse to believe it's gonna this, s- I, terrible,
2: I am telling dreadful
1: you. fake news that you're giving us but right now. Oh, I'm looking Donnie, at Donnie, it. Donnie, I'm but telling she's you. She's going to
0: do a medley of Straight yes. Up Opposites right.
1: of Track, Cold Hearted. Right, but do you think that she would perform at the end? They don't really say what time no, except for I the heard, opener. No, they're this, this she's says closing it out. We'll close
0: uh, with a six minute None of you people believe me. I do not I, I do believe you I know. don't want to believe you. Donnie, you, you. don't
2: want to believe me. No one I wants do to believe I do believe you. Me. It's
0: right here. I have to
2: shout from the mountaintop around here to get
1: people to believe me. The Twin Cities right now can't believe that Billboard Music Awards would let Paula Abdul close the show. I know. That is so terrible. up to the bitter end. That doesn't matter. (laughs) Billboard has a reputation. You got a reputation. She hasn't performed on an award show in 29 years. No, I think she's in the middle, somewhere in the middle of this thing. She's somewhere in the middle. I love it. I but love it, Lori. Just, no, see, if I was a performer, I want <laughs> Ariana to Grande can close. <laughs> no. Uh I oh, want Madonna God. to close oh, for God. obvious Dude. reasons. I wanted her to open, but Taylor Swift, you know, edged her over with Danny look up
2: musicians order for the Billboard. I've been trying. You can't find it. I just
1: saw. I just found it. I told you it's Access Hollywood where I heard it too. Right, but you don't know that they that the, how they're wording it. That would just be <laughs> shocking. No, Donnie, what does it say exactly? <laughs> it
2: says that
0: it says exactly what I just said. It says. Paula Abdul will close out the 2019 yep. Billboard Music Awards with a six minute medley.
1: That, well, good. Then I can go to bed earlier. That makes no sense at all. I told all. you. I demand a retraction of well, this story who? right now from uh-huh. Billboard. I want an apology from Paula Abdul. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There
2: you go. I want that's, an apology. That's a
1: scandal. Paula Abdul.
2: Mariah Carey isn't performing. Oh, no. Thank She's you. just getting their war. All
1: right, we'll be right back with the... Carlson.
0: This is a
1: My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert.
2: All right, Miss Holly. What do you got for us in the dirty dirt? Yellow. Well, let's start with
0: the local story that's breaking. and uh, it, Concerning Muhammad Noor, the former Minneapolis police officer uh, who is now found guilty of third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter in the fatal shooting of Justine Damon. So he was acquitted of second-degree murder, and a jury of two women and ten men began deliberations yesterday afternoon after hearing three weeks of testimony and announced their verdict this afternoon after about 11 hours of deliberation. And if you recall, this happened two summers ago on July 15th, 2017 when Justine Damon was shot and then passed away as a result of her injuries. So that is the verdict coming in from the jury this afternoon. Just wanted to update everyone. Second degree. So again, uh, Mohamed Noir has been found guilty of third degree murder and second degree manslaughter in the shooting of Justine Damon and Noir was acquitted of second degree murder so that is what yeah. the jury said this afternoon just to keep you guys in the yeah. loop on all of that so all this right. is only the he is only the second officer in recent Minnesota history to be charged with an on-duty killing. killing. Remember, Geronimo Yanez was acquitted in 2017 for the fatal shooting of Philando Castile at a 2016 traffic stop. Mm -hmm. So just wanted to keep people updated on that important local story. Let us move on to the celebrity dirt here. We got a couple of celebrity justice stories. So Ashton Kutcher has been named as a potential witness In The Hollywood Ripper Serial Killer Accused of Murdering His Ex-Girlfriend in 2001. So if you don't know the story, Ashton Kutcher's girlfriend, Ashley Ellerin, was murdered in her home in 2001. Ashton Kutcher, wow, I can't speak today, was meant to pick her up for a Grammys party and went to the house, but she was already dead inside the house. And this guy, Michael Gargulio, the Hollywood Ripper, was arrested for her death in 2008 after allegedly attacking two other women. Now, Michael is set to go to trial after years of delay. My gosh, I'd say years yeah, of delay. Right? And Ashton Kutcher has been named as a potential witness. And uh, Ashton Kutcher has previously talked about how he arrived at Ashley Ellerin's home, looked inside, and saw blood he thought was spilled red wine. So, oh, weird. Yeah, oh so this, this is a piece of vintage scandal that goes Jeez. way back. You know, Ashton Kutcher doesn't really talk about this. Obviously, a very traumatic event right? in his life, very early on his in his career. But he may be going to court, and he may be and a potential. Kid, this happened when 2000- two thousand one.
1: Oh boy, that is a long delay. A long, long delay. Now he wasn't arrested <laughs> put until. It I know
0: what is the name of the woman? Uh, her name is Ashley Ellerin, mm-hmm. and, and she- that was his girlfriend at the time oh. in two thousand one. So this would have yeah. been right when Ashton Kutcher was starring as Kelso in that seven. Show, mm-hmm. So he was just kind of a hot, young, yeah, up and coming yeah. actor. It was he hadn't before even. before wow. Demi
2: Moore. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Before Demi Moore, before he did punked on MTV, before mm-hmm. he became Ashton Kutcher, this all happened. Yes. So, yeah, so I wanted to update you on that. Former Grey's Anatomy star Jesse Williams is asking a judge to deny his ex wife. Legal fees. He doesn't want to pay the two hundred thousand dollars towards her legal fees in their ongoing divorce. Too
1: bad, Jesse.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, according to the blast, Jesse Williams has asked a judge to deny that two hundred thousand dollars, claiming he's already paid two hundred seventy thousand dollars toward her legal bills, and is accusing her of spending the money rather than going and getting a job. That's what Jesse Williams is you know, saying. I
1: don't even know who this is. He's an actor. Mm-hmm. He he. Started carrying up blatantly with a woman having an affair. Yep. His wife's got the like the two kids. She's been the stay at home mom, maybe he gave up her acting career. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's pissed at him. Yeah. She's not happy with his behavior. Right. So she's doing right. what a lot of people will do when they have been scorned and tossed aside. Well, right. Go.
0: Then, at the very least, can you pay for my legal fees? Because essentially the argument is it's your fault that we're getting a divorce anyway. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. So, uh, Oh, boy. Did you guys read this story about supermodel Helena Christensen being shamed for wearing her outfit that she wore to Gigi Hadid's birthday party? Well, the story is the former editor of British Vogue, Alexandra Schulman, she says that Helena Christensen is too
1: old to wear the corset top that she wore to Gigi Hadid's 24 birthday party last week. Well, then here's what I have to say to Alexandra. If you don't want to wear a bustier, then you don't need to wear a bustier. Exactly. You don't need to tell somebody else if they can wear a bustier. A I think f- it's wild for an editor to shame someone. Well, boy, she, the fashion
2: industry clap back. I mean, what is that all about? Exactly. Well, Alexandra Shulman
0: essentially said that we might like to think that 70 is the new 40 and 50 is the new 30, but our clothes know the true story, calling Helena Christensen's look tacky and comparing it to the madam in a one-horse town. So she was writing this in the Daily Mail. Now, I note that she is the ex editor of British Vogue yeah. magazine because mm-hmm. the current editor of British Vogue, Edward Enniffel, said that we you are beautiful, Helena, inside and out, uh, and said that you should be ashamed of yourself. You are a goddess. This was what Linda Evangelista said. Karen Elson said, I just read the article, be please, you're on fire. So wow. everyone chiming in, all the supermodels chiming in. Yeah,
1: well, she did start out her column saying she, that usually she's the most stylish, stylishly understated of mm-hmm. the supermodels, and she said maybe she was confused and panicked as one does when faced with a themed party. Gigi Hadid's twenty fourth birthday was dressed in denim. Ah, uh, and she wore a really cute pair of high waisted, uh, wide leg. Jeans, yes, with the, with bustier the and so that's when she wrote. So she thought turning up as the madam in a one horse town would fit the bill. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just so slam! It's a thirsty headline <laughs> yep. in the Daily Mail, which is a thirsty, thirsty. <gasps> I mean, I, I have to say, it is not the greatest outfit. If uh, Fashion see, Police was still up. on the air. She would be, yeah. it's like, it's two different outfits. She couldn't decide what party she was going to. She's party on the bottom I agree with you. and yeah. Um, yeah. nighttime on the top, like daytime, you know, the outfit doesn't make sense. Right. The outfit in and of itself doesn't make sense. Not but that being too old, the, yeah. but she looks, I, I w- I'd love to be able to wear a bustier like that. In fact, I'm going to see if I can dig one out of the closet and I can find the socks that I stuff it with and buy it. <laughs> I dare you to wear I, that to work tomorrow. I fill right? out my
2: darts. I think you should, Laurie. And
1: I'll wear it tomorrow with my low rise and then I want you to critique me. <laughs>
2: oh, I, 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 this. I'll dig out a bustier. All right. <laughs> all right mm-hmm. I'm holding you guys to your all word. Right, what's happening on the
0: traffic uh, report? All right. Well, we
1: <laughs> Double duh, I double dong, Dung. dug yeah. Double dong, double dung. okay duh. We've got yes, we've duh. got what some. We of, got? I'm slightly nervous, but you know are <laughs> nervous. As one is
2: I get nervous when I do my random thoughts. I'm what not are you nervous? nervous about? I'm not.
1: I'm just nervous. Just okay. just oh and just nervous. No, okay. Here's the one. This I just couldn't even believe it. So this is from the University College of London. Partnering- the university college of london
2: that's yeah, right that's what it's
1: called. it partnered with the australian catholic university to come up with this finding okay. and um i think they could have gotten a group of uh 20 women together and maybe gotten a focus group but here's what it is rich men are the most likely to get through life by pretending they know more than they actually do Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I saw this. Listen to that. Men fake expertise that they don't have, and rich mm-hmm. dudes are the worst culprit. Uh, duh! I know. I really? Well, I'm I, I shocked. Like, I kind of like their their thing that well, they said about it. Well, they said they wanted they call it the art of the BS when someone is more likely just display overconfidence in their academic prowess and problem-solving skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Americans are more likely to do this than people in other parts of the world. I don't know if I believe this part of the story, and Canadians are worse than Americans. I just can't believe that part mm-hmm. of the study. Hmm. Um, and I just, I feel like, you know, the Australian Catholic University had a grudge against Canadians. There you and go. They <laughs> there added you Added that in there, and... Um, uh, anyway, so they, yeah, and of course, men, oh, they fake expertise? Are you kidding well, me? Well, I love this Who one that, that they asked.
2: They said the researchers asked people to rate their knowledge on a bun- on a bunch of different math topics. Yes. Three of the topics were things that they totally made up. Yeah. Proper numbers, subjunctive scaling, and declarative fractions. And men were more likely to pretend that they knew about those. Yeah. Rich people were more likely than poor middle class. Mm -hmm. And like you said, North
1: Americans higher. So there we go. Uh I mean, just, they could have just gathered a focus group. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now here's another one that may seem like a study of duh, but um, maybe, maybe it almost feels like a study of like, oh, fashion. Here we go. What? But having a trophy wife. Oh, and being a rich husband. That for some people, this is the key to a strong marriage, that arrangement. A new study finds that having an attractive partner, they just did heterosexuals in the study. That's so younger I'll say than what, you? Doesn't say Doesn't that. Have to be. Oh, well, what have to does, be? does that mean by new, trophy? Uh, well, a new study finds it having an attractive wife. Well, that was the headline to get me into okay, the got study. Got it, got it, got it. Even though the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin is a recognized <laughs> bulletin, but they do have to do headline news to draw you in. Okay, got
2: it. So They, they have a used, really good copywriter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I,
1: bought, I zeroed in on trophy okay. wife. But, okay, so the study finds having an attractive wife or a high-status husband, which is code for rich in the study, yep. may make a marriage stronger for people who put stock in making their best decision. This is from Florida State University. And they surveyed marital sac- satisfaction among people they consider maximizers. That is, people who constantly look to make the best possible choices when it comes to decision-making. Like, you know, you've seen in a movie or it's just as easy to date a rich man as a poor man. Sure, that's true. Sure, it's just go sure. out, get an education right. so you can rely yeah. on yourself for an income. You know, I mean, right. we've all heard right. these right. things when it comes to making decisions for yourself, yep. some that you should maximize and always... Sell yourself up on the highest level, never on the lowest right uh, whatever. so um and it this characteristic though of people who are maximizers in their decision making mm-hmm. um is a characteristic that's true for even the most trivial things that a maximizer will decide on. okay? So what to example? order at a restaurant? like Julie and I are both maximizers. We I are. know this in our decision making. For restaurants, for, for food, we're not interested. But in the even food. for even for guys that we've dated yeah. or relate, maybe you know relate or like who you wanted to have, you know, like you wouldn't, you weren't going to be a woman who's just going to have a child with any one guy, you no. know. You were like there was, you had like an idea in mind. That's well, you what do. maximizers you have a list, do. You know? have a list, or you we both knew. But like Julia and I, even how we maximize at a restaurant, we want to have something good really good so we each order one thing that we know the other one will like and then we split it and then we feel like we're getting out so we're always that's like what i mean by a trivial thing um or like a pair of shoes to buy you think okay i could get like two pairs of these inexpensive shoes or maybe i'll just really get these really stylish ones i've had my eyes on yes and you do the math that way in the context of romantic relationships Maximizers are people who seek the best possible partner and over the course of their relationships continue to compare their partners to other potential partners. This is why it does it will make your it might make a family member or a sibling mad at you if they see you wasting your time with a guy or a gal that they deem is not worthy of you, that you're wasting your time. That person is probably a maximizer thinker. And they're thinking, why are you wasting your beautiful young years? Years When you Uh, know that
2: your values don't match up. I think it's just talking about values. Your values don't match up, but you're just staying in it. You can do better. That's exactly (laughs) it. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, They recruited 233 heterosexual newlywed couples from Texas and Florida. And that's... They had photographs, you know, so that they coded everyone based on a level of physical attractiveness and marital satisfaction. And they determined that men who are maximizer thinkers, who had attractive wives, were more satisfied at the start of their marriages compared to the maximizer men who didn't have as attractive of wives. Okay. Because they were still looking over their my shoulder,
0: yeah, I get it. Or
1: somebody better. Yeah. Similarly, women who are their thinkers, married to highly successful men, maintain higher levels of satisfaction in their marriage over time versus maximizing women with lower status husbands. Okay, which.
2: Well, because if you were a maximizing person and you married a lower status husband,
1: you'd be pissed. And it isn't even that. Like I think of even like with my first husband, I always felt like he should be doing better and that he. You could do more. He could do more. He was smarter than that. Yeah, And I couldn't believe that I was making more money than him and I was more aggressive than him and uh, more assertive at work than he was. And it really drove me crazy and that in my eyes was one of the things that led him to look less attractive to me because i was looking over his shoulder and i realized i could be looking over my own shoulder right. cuz i'm i'm like i'm blazing here i'm doing right. really well i can just go and you know yeah i get it no i get it so anyway wow um but people who aren't people. so selective they found Similar levels of contentment, whether a partner was attractive or successful. So it's just, um, we might find that maximizers take relationships slower than people that they call satisfiers. All right. For people, you know, so it's good for like, you know similar people to like find each other because it does make a difference oh you know? my gosh yeah. your values have to line up yeah. otherwise i but can't how about that maximizers hi everybody this is adriana Trajani. i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman
0: The gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: And satisfiers. Mm-hmm. It's good lingo. Yeah, yeah, it is. Nice to meet you. You're I'm a maximizer. I'm a maximizer and a satisfier. And a satisfier. I'd like to be both. Because it will take a maximizer longer to decide whether or not to be exclusive in the dating world. Okay. Because you're looking over the shoulder. That's why I've always told women, okay, you if you're okay with the guy looking over your shoulder all the time, but if you're going to date a guy who is really a lot better looking than you are, it's going to be, you're going to have a road. Of maybe hardship and sad heartache because he's, he's, he's just too hot. He's got, he's so hot. He's got so many max. Yeah. That's why Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, is a maximizer who's decided he's not maxing out after the age of 25 Right, right yeah. until he has to, until he needs someone who's worried. He knows about. what he likes. And, until he's worried mm-hmm. about who's going to be around for me, Mm-hmm. you know? I like it. Uh, okay. Yeah, so anyway, I thought that was kind of a good study. Anyway, and here's my last study oh, of all death. all right. The key to happiness, according to this study, even though it's not always easy to do, just smile. Research from the University of Texas and Texas A&M said just the physical act of smiling can help make us feel happy because frowning helps make us feel sad and scowling contributes to making you feel angry. What does what do moms and dads often say to their little kids? Just smile, honey. Yeah. Just smile. Wipe that's called. Don't you that's know? Right. Why do we say that? Because we say you're gonna act that <laughs> way. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. right, yeah, So it's an adage that I guess we can all remember as adults now. All right, all right. I'm gonna have to Lovely. save my story about why we have cute aggression for another day. We'll be right back <laughs> what? with our favorite. I wanna know what cute, cute aggression is. Yeah, what is, is. that? All
2: we gotta right.
0: wait off.
1: Hanging out with us on this Tuesday—it's uh, been. Uh, I feel. I feel pretty productive. Oh, How about productive. you guys? Extremely productive. Yeah. Oh, our mm-hmm. favorite headline today, just because it made made us laugh. Anne Hsieh dating former Hung co-star <laughs> Thomas Jane. It's just you can't. That's is, gonna follow
0: him forever. Uh, yeah. Former Hung co-star.
1: But that like is. So, that, so, that is I know. Yeah. Yeah. He he he's admitted that it is true. <laughs> You know, yes.
2: remember when? Remember when we just okay? Are we done with that one? Yeah, we're done with that. Okay, one. remember when we first lo- learned about um, Hugh Jackman doing this one man in the round tour? And you're like, how are those seats going to sell? Yeah, Lori, he's added ten more dates to this tour. Good. For and it's him. coming up. Well, it's we gave away tickets to this. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, but yeah. he didn't add a date here at Excel. No, but he he is adding so much. I I just think this is going to be. Are you going to go a life changing event? Are and you going to go? I might. I don't believe you. I have to see if it's not on a night that I do. Uh, that Paul yeah. Abdul's here, because it could be a toss-up. I think he's Who here I go June
1: see? June 21st, and the reason why I know that, it's the night before Grandma's Marathon. It's a Friday oh. night. Friday night, and, and I knew... Lori,
2: Lori yeah. you have every Lori- date out of the year committed to any have- musical event or fun. Do, I want to be do, like you when I Do I, I let
1: out. any of the fun grass grow under my feet? No. I do not. You really... I really don't honest to pete it's i want to be and you know grandma's is a year later this year because it's almost nine years out of ten it's always father's day weekend Mm -hmm. and this year it's the weekend after it's um june 22nd why do you think that is well i think it's always the first full you know the first third or it's the third june of every month or of every year, you know that's right. just what it is. The first Saturday, the first full weekend. Okay. So sometimes, if uh, depending, you know how the weird calendar. Thing yeah, it works. is weird. Yeah, because like Sturgis is always the first full weekend of August, right? Right. And so, if July thirty first is a Saturday, the first full weekend of Sturgis is until the next weekend. So it's like that. I speaking, got it. Speaking of years, fifteen years ago, Mean Girls came out. And 30 years ago, um, Say Anything came out with Ion Sky and John John Cusack. Cusack. She was on um, the Today Show today and uh, just talking about, you know, because that was like only her third movie. And uh, Ion Sky.
0: I think it's Ioni.
1: Ioni, whatever, whatever her name is. But she was the love and, you know, the John Cusack held up the boombox for her. Yes, gosh. What was the song?
0: Uh, was it a Journey song? I
1: don't know. You could Google it. Yeah, yeah you could Google okay. it. It's just a, th- just a thought. Just a thought, <laughs> as long as you got a computer. Just yeah, I'm sure did. I'd be happy to do this I like, like how you That's want like you, out loud. You wonder more Wha- than us. Yeah. And then
2: we're like, it's your <laughs> yeah. dream. Yeah. I'm
1: working on it. Jeez. Yeah, all right. So... Um, <laughs> You might push the wrong button. Yeah, I no, know, I know. We I'm might not even shit. believe what you tell us, son. I know. We are <laughs> just the other thing. It, it's the weather. It's, it's not make, for me. I know. It's for you. It's for Julia, me. Yeah. If you have a confession that you would like to make to the I, world, I, I'd like to go I'm, ahead and uh, feel our therapeutic shoulders. I right need now. to
2: take vitamin D three and go on vacation. That's
1: right, Peter mm-hmm. Gabriel.
2: Huh? You're yes, Peter Gabriel. In your eyes. In yes, your I knew eyes. it. Okay, yes. thank you for looking that up. you're welcome. That I loved Peter Gabriel. <laughs> oh
1: my! He was in Genesis. I know, but oh, I loved yeah, him on sure.
2: his own. That first yes, album. Yes, I know.
1: Oh, I know. I know. People are crazy about in him. In your eyes. so, yeah. I just thought you know I'd bring up those two uh, notable movie that anniversaries because we still have time. Well, we do have time, but that was a good one, and That's I thought an about playing one. it today, but I was like, oh, half our audience will go, "What well, was saying anything?" But it is a good movie, you know. Um, and John Cusick is. Just look so young in it now when I look at it. Oh you no. Know? Know. And then the dad from Frasier is her dad. Oh, really? Yeah, whatever his name is. He just died, he died last her. year. John. John something, and he's thing. the dad on Frasier. Yeah. Yeah.
2: John the dad on Fraser.
1: <laughs> John, John that guy that's the in that actor. TV show. You know yeah. the one. Yeah, we used right. to watch it, but we don't anymore. John oh, yeah. Mahoney. John Mahoney. Office. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I love <laughs> Russell Wilson when he signed his big fat contract with the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Um so Sierra has talked him into doing a production company for film, TV, and digital so content. She
2: can get some tabs. But
1: that'll be yeah, good for perfect. her because you know what? He's not going to play football forever. Yeah. And it's called Why Not You Productions. So I'm already envisioning like it'll be... I was thinking, why not me? No, why not us? why not you? But mm-hmm. like in aspiring, inspiring Wonderful. narratives. It's a good idea. But he gave every one of his teammates $12,000 in stock in Amazon. Did, Did you know really? that? When yeah. he signed
2: the bonus, when he signed the what bonus, a nice
1: guy, yeah, he gave everyone 12 grand. Everyone, yeah. in, I was the, st- the whole staff at the I, Seahawks I think it was like the whole organization. That'd be cool if it was, yeah, that he gave everybody because players go money, yeah, it's only going <laughs> to go up in 12, yeah, it was just $12,000. Do you know
2: that they remember yesterday or over the weekend when that crane fell?
1: Oh my gosh, which were that's there. Fifty-one cranes up in the city that's of Seattle. That's how much
2: building is going on there. Yeah, it's crazy. I know where one is here.
1: Fifty-one. I know that's more how much than development. any other city in the United yep. States. My brother is so happy he moved out of Capitol Hill. Like. Four years ago.
2: Because of the traffic right around that area?
1: Well the roads
2: are all closed. The one along the river's closed. I know my friends.
1: It's it's like Seattle has kind of antiquated freeway things yeah, like they do. our Interchange 35 that they're trying to fix up here where it was like made back in the day when it was like, oh, we're only gonna need three lanes. Right. And uh cars. and uh, you go by that Tully's Yeah. Uh, uh used to be the um, you know, coffee factory that Patrick Dempsey got into with Michael Avenatti, and then ended up suing Michael Avenatti. Did Patrick Dempsey? They that's bought right. Tully Coffee together, and oh, which was that's a Seattle institution. That's a deep hot. Uh, t- yeah, I know. I'm kind of impressed with that. One. I know. And as you're going into downtown Seattle, I think now it's a brewery. But you know, it was like they were kind of the saviors because people want to keep like Rainier beer and keep things yeah. being made here and. In your hometown, but that thing went up in flames. Yeah. yeah
0: that Tully coffee. It is gone. It's
1: gone it has gone. And Michael Avenatti being sued. Yeah, by lots of people. <laughs> I know. He pleaded not guilty. Yeah. So. That, did you...
2: Okay, so I remember when... Oh, we're going to have to save this for tomorrow. But what Talking about Rockstar in Excess. Yeah. Oh, Michael Hutchins. Yeah. I That story is amazing to me and i never even knew what he looked like because oh, i never so hot. Oh, you didn't oh, watch that band no but i went back and looked at the photos in the daily mail today he dated helena christian kylie minogue
1: no. he had beautiful women no that's sad that Well, was, we got vintage scandal tomorrow There's, all right maybe we that's what we'll that. do it right.
2: everybody have a great night we'll be back tomorrow